Welcome to Temple of Geeks Who Review, a Doctor Who-inspired podcast for fans of the long-running British science fiction television series. I'm your host, Elizabeth, aka Lady of Time Cosplay. We are massive Doctor Who fans here, and we're here to talk about all things Doctor Who. Throughout our series, we'll be discussing the latest episodes, the classic series, the spin-offs, and everything in between. We'll also bring you interviews with people who have worked in and around the series, behind-the-scenes information, and all sorts of Doctor Who-related fun. So whether you're a longtime fan or just getting started, we hope you'll join us for the ride. And today, we're going to be talking about the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Just two things that I want to mention real quick before we get started. So we haven't done an episode of this podcast in a while because it was our understanding and we had heard from SAG that even though Doctor Who is not made under a SAG after contract, it's made under an equity contract because that is the UK's equivalent of the actors union out there. They were considering Doctor Who struck work because of how a lot of their asks were about to do with like streaming services and Doctor Who is on a lot of has been on or is on a lot of different major streaming services in the States. Um, so they were considering it struck. So out of respect for that, we did put a pause on it, but we are very glad to be back in time for the 60th anniversary specials. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention too is Nate is not with us this week because he and Monica got married last week. So that's very exciting for them. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. I can't wait to see both of them and all of you guys at Gallifrey one in February. So very excited for that. Before we get started, though, do you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick? Sure. Hi, I'm Dana. Um, I'm a journalist for uh, Temple of Geek, 1883, a whole bunch of other outlets. Ooh, that's a lot. And you can find me on the internet at a bit meddlesome, and I'll pass it over to Maddie. Hi, everyone. I'm Maddie. Uh, I am the chief creative officer here at Temple of Geek. I am a huge cosplayer, and I am so excited to be talking about Doctor Who. Um, my username on the internet is Maddie underscore Whovian, mm -hmm. so Doctor Who's my first love, and I'm... I'm so excited about this. <laughs> and then for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, my name is Elizabeth, a.k.a. Lady of Time Cosplay, and I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast, and I love Doctor Who. It is, like, my biggest fandom, and I am so excited that it is back after over a year being gone, especially with these three phenomenal episodes. I'm just going to say it. They're amazing. Yes. So to get us started, um, what are your overall thoughts on the 60th specials and were they what you expected? It's not what I expected. It felt like an extension of season four, basically. <laughs> it worked well as like individual stories. I'm not sure if that's what like they were, if they wanted like an overall arc or if they wanted to just do individual stories, but I thought they it worked well. I, I liked each episode for like its uniqueness and the callbacks like the meep in the wild yes. blue yonder calling it back to like using the hads that's something that they haven't used since like the second doctor era which i thought was really cool and then going back to last night's episode and having the toy maker as a villain was i i love russell for going like like deep cuts so i enjoyed it a lot yeah i loved every episode i like that it's good for fans from all levels, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. If you are like the three of us who've been watching forever and like know <laughs> the, you know, deep cuts, like you said, you know, it was really exciting to see those things. But then like new fans can go, oh, what? Like, oh, that's really cool. You know, looking things up, like who's the toy maker, you know, and it kind of like gives Doctor Who a little bit more of a boost too for like 
you know, those like older episodes. Cause I know personally, I haven't seen the toy maker episodes, but I like mm-hmm. knew you can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like by, way back when it was on Netflix, like you could watch the first, like set like a few episodes of the first doctor, but I don't think he was even there, you know, yeah. but well, it was no, so- no, actually the, I don't want to interrupt, but like the, the toy maker episodes don't exist. They're one of the lost episodes. Mm-hmm. So oh, you can't okay. watch them. I know there's an oh. animated version of it coming out though. So gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it's not that that, you, I mean, that makes sense too. You haven't watched them. It's that you can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Okay. That makes you sense can't. too. Yeah. But like uh, Donna is, you know, Donna's my favorite companion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they announced that she was coming back, you know, I was already so excited, but also like begged the question, like how, like how on earth are they going to bring her back? Like, what are they going to do? And I think the way that they did bring her back and brought the doctor back, like was really clever and clearly beyond something I could ever expect. And I feel like that's Doctor Who in general. Like you can theorize and think about all of the what ifs, but it's time travel. It's wibbly wobbly. Like you're being able to predict what they're going to do is very difficult. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I adored all three episodes. Yeah. I don't know exactly what I expected from them. If I'm going to be honest. I mean, I, I did not go and seek out the leaks myself that happened, but like I would occasionally see stuff that that crossed it once in a while. And there was one in particular that I'm like, that's silly. That's not going to happen. And then it did. So (laughs) (laughs) there's that. We'll talk about that one a little bit later on. Yeah. So overall, I loved them. They were great episodes. There were a couple little things that I might have wanted to see done slightly differently, but overall, I loved it. I'm excited that Russell T. Davis is back. And I can't wait to see what else he does, you know? I almost wanted to say, you know, which was your favorite, but I mean, this is kind of a what's your favorite, but also, you know, which of the specials did you guys think were the strongest? They were all strong in their own right, but I think I have to, like, I don't know. I I kind of like, I liked Wild Blue Yonder. I think that one was my favorite, just because it was literally just the Doctor and Donna having those quiet moments and just being mm-hmm. on that spaceship by themselves. There was something terrifying in that. Like it gave me very like 2001 space odyssey, like aliens type vibe. And I just love that. The fact that, you know, Donna's kind of trying to prod at the doctor, like, why aren't you opening up? Why aren't you talking? Like I saw what was going on in your head. Like, let's have a conversation and he's just not having it and I it was such a well-written story and it kind of gave me midnight vibes almost it was very it was very creepy which I love I loved it so much so I I would probably say that one but I liked all three Yeah, and I, I think I'm going to agree with just about everything you said, Dana. I love Catherine Tate and David Tennant's chemistry on screen. The humor is back, like the comment about his suit in the first episode. You know, over 35, like you shouldn't be wearing that outfit. Just was a great little, like the little jabs that they have. Like, okay, are you talking to the doctor or are you talking to David Tennant? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... <laughs> It just felt so, (laughs) right? Like, they're like little jabs at each other. Like, I feel like could have been both personal and in character. Um, You know, in that first episode when she didn't know who he was, right? Um, You know, but like, I agree. I think that second episode where it was just the two of them, their acting was so strong and like, 
those, Mm -hmm. you know, oh my, like at first you're like, okay, no, I think I know who the doctor actually is. Like, no, that's like, can't be him. Right. Like it, it was, it was wild. And I mean, the episode name, like wild blue Mm -hmm. yonder, like was awesome, you know, but it was, it was freaky. Um, and seeing them act like that was incredible. Um, but, you know, I think performance of the year is going to have to go to Neil Patrick Harris. And I know we'll talk about him in a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think overall, as far as like storytelling goes, that second episode was top notch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I basically have the same exact thoughts as you guys. Wild Blue on Yonder was definitely my favorite and like like you said, very strong midnight vibes. Um, I love that every so often the Doctor Who writers come up with a new thing for people to be terrified of that should be just like completely normal or whatever. Like, you know, be scared of statues, be scared of cracks in your wall, be scared of like talking and having somebody <laughs> else repeat what you're saying. Now yeah. be scared of thinking. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. Thanks, Russell. Gosh. Thanks so much. Gosh. Okay, Russell. You know what's great is the fact that we don't know what either of those aliens were, like in Midnight and in Wildly Yonder. We don't know what they were. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We have no like like, idea. Yeah. Mm -mm. I know. We just know what they might be connected, but we didn't know. Like Mm -hmm. Yeah. We will yeah. never know. Yeah, maybe they're connected somehow. Who knows? <laughs> oh, no. But yeah. um, I will. I will say though. I think as like I loved Wild Blue Yonder. It's definitely my favorite. I do think Giggle had the most interesting story, especially with the um, with the angle of like, oh, everybody thinks they're right because of the internet kind of thing. I yeah. thought that was very mm-hmm. interesting, um, especially yeah. because I'm gonna go on a little tiny bit of a tangent. I will not <laughs> go on for too long, but. Um, the Game Awards were earlier this week, and as somebody who is a casual gamer, it's been interesting to watch everybody <laughs> react to the Game of the Year. Um, there's stuff, it, 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 ugh, yeah, no, the internet loves to eat itself alive over people's opinions. Um, it's all I really mm-hmm. want to say about that, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I like that in that episode there were a lot of like there were, uh, that episode was fun with like the jabs at like the government and like humanity as a whole like yes I was like I see what you're doing I see what you're doing like yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we got Trinity Wells back too that was fun I love seeing Trinity fun. Wells back and apparently Trinity Wells yeah she has her own show now she's not just like a news anchor like I love, she got promoted I love it when, when uh, the writers bring back like, that's cool. bits and pieces from their own kind of era so yeah we talked about which episodes we thought we were the strongest um did you have just mm-hmm. generally talking about what you love about the specials did you have a favorite moment scene new character etc just basically let's talk about what we love the most from the, these episodes Oh, God. Like, how much time do you have? (laughs) Right? (laughs) I made a really long list. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's just start from the beginning. The doctor seeing Donna again and then putting the boxes right back on top. Meeting Shirley. um, Donna discovering the meat was probably one of my favorite things. Like, poking it in the eye. Mm -hmm. Um... 
Rose correcting the doctor when he assumes male pronouns for the meep, which I really loved. I love Rose. Like, the casting of Yasmin Finney was fantastic. Like, kudos to Russell T. Davies for doing that. Um, the, seeing the Sonic do a force field, which we've never seen that before. Was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. And I was just kind of like, you mean it could have done this the whole time? <laughs> The whole time. Not the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't know. The, and also, like, the meta crisis being passed down, I thought was really cool. Like, I could just go on about, like, the S Star Beast just by itself. So, you know, I'm going to pass it on <laughs> to Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard not to going. gush about. Right. It's really hard not to gush about these specials. Um, you know, I think the, um, like you said, you know, Rose was amazing. Um, I adored every scene with her in it. Um, you know, I, like I said mm -hmm. before, Neil Patrick Harris deserves like an award for his performance as the toy maker. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of times I like squealed when he was like, doing stuff and that <laughs> performance to spice up your mm -hmm. life I yeah. wish yes. I had taken a picture of my live reaction because I my millennial <laughs> heart like exploded I was like are you kidding me right now like we're, we're gonna get this in Doctor Who like I I could not believe it I was like this is the greatest thing I have ever seen like <laughs> holy moly man and then like the guns shooting rose petals like he's yes. just dancing around like it's no big deal just the way that all of that stuff was shot was really cool um you know and then mm -hmm. he was just gone like it's this big production like i'm gonna mess with you i'm gonna play this song that like every whovian is gonna have stuck in their head for the next five years like <laughs> spice up your life you know like it, and then he's just gone and yeah. you're like oh okay and it 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 was it was brilliant and he went through like five different accent changes like in that mm -hmm. episode and yeah. it was funny because because i had to put the subtitles on because my audio on my tv was kind of being funky and every time he spoke it was like german accent english accent american accent and so it was just fun to like watch like the captions like yeah, tell you it was like there was like a very specific way they described the american accent too like it wasn't just with an american accent yeah. it was like some weird descriptor and i'm like that's hilarious yeah it was it was great it was so so good and i i i was so heartbroken during the puppet scene where he had the companions on yeah. strings and he like and the way like you watch yeah. the doctor justify how he lost them and then yeah. the toy going well that's okay then and then he like cuts their strings he's like well obviously and it was like it was a very creative way to watch the doctor be confronted with his guilt. Um, and mm -hmm. it was, it was so well done. And like, you know, again, David Tennant and Catherine Tate's chemistry on screen, like she's trying to reassure him and he's got that look in his eyes that he's just like, I can't believe I couldn't save them but they're okay. Like they're fine. Mm -hmm. Like they died because blah, blah, blah. And he's like trying to justify it, but really he still feels so bad, you know? 
And then you have the mm-hmm. toy maker turning it into a game was really well done. And yeah. I will yell about that Spice Girls scene, though, forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My only issue with that is they should have let him sing because it's Neil Patrick Harris. True. Yeah. Yes. It's Neil Patrick Harris. They yeah, should have let him sing. Right. That would have been... Oh my gosh. I think they knew it would have been too powerful if they had let him sing. <laughs> like they would have like like Disney Plus would have like shut down or something. Like something would have happened if they let him sing. <laughs> it would have been it would have been too powerful. Oh so they knew. <laughs> I know. But yeah, like that entire episode, anytime he was on screen, I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I, I was just like, I need a series of unfortunate events rewatch now. <laughs> Yeah, because he does all those accents and stuff in that too. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god! Like, I was also like, obviously they had to defeat him, but I was almost a little disappointed that they defeated him because I want him in it more. Yeah, Same. right. Yeah, I was like, oh, the doctor's yeah. offering, but I was like, there's, there's no way. And then obviously we know that he didn't go with him, but I was like, that would have been so cool, even for like an episode. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and it reminded me of like um, a little bit of like with. Uh, John Sims master in the 10th doctor too. I was like, oh. mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. like, yeah, that's not going to go well. Is it? Okay. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah I, just, I, I loved all of it though, too. I mean, seeing Donna again was great. Her and her family, like Sylvia, especially, I think was a riot. Yes. <laughs> I, I love, <laughs> yes, that was great. I do love that they gave Donna like the happy ending she deserved. Mm-hmm. you know yeah for sure with remembering yeah. the doctor you know yes. so yeah yeah so it was and great. then uh her husband too i'm like oh he's so it. sweet so cute so he's so great for the ride it. he is and he loves them all so much it's adorable yes. I know. it is yeah and you know, and I thought Shirley was a really cool character. I can't wait. I'm kind of assuming that was a bit of a backdoor pilot for a unit spinoff. Mm-hmm. Maybe, possibly. Mm-hmm. We'll and talk about that later, though. Right, right, um, right. Shirley was really cool. I loved seeing Kate again. Kate Stewart is always, yeah, one of like the best oh, like yeah. non-series regular characters in recent years. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't listened to all of the Big Finish stuff that she's done, but like the unit stuff for Big Finish is a lot of fun too. I, I, I only wish that they had had a way to have Osgood in there too because I love her as well and I would have loved to see what new outfit they could come up with her you Mm -hmm. know Um, (laughs) and see even though he was only ultimately able to film just the one scene seeing Bernard Cribbins back as Wilfred Mott for one last time so many tears tears. I cried so hard I knew Oh, yeah. I knew I was going to be sad, but I was not expecting to weep, like, the moment I saw him on screen. And then the way they, like, Me too. left it open at the end of that episode of the final yeah. special where they're like, oh, he's out, like, with chasing the moles, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, it's because he's not there. <laughs> like, ah, like, oh, oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, and I was, I was just so glad that Wilf got to see the doctor again. Oh my gosh, the hug! Because yeah, the hug, and just the hug. because the last Wilf saw the doctor, he was about to go die. And you know, there is a part of me that I would have, like, I feel like Wilf and the twelfth Doctor 
would have gotten along like a house on fire they would have been so much fun together but you know that's a whole other thing but for Wilf to get to see the doctor with that face again was so special and I'm so glad that they were able to have Ferd Cribbins as part of the anniversary specials Mm -hmm. I did see Russell C. Davis did say on um, Instagram I think that they did have more scenes for him written but because of Bernard Cribbins health he just wasn't able to film them Um, I'm kind of hoping, Mm -hmm. because they do have novelizations of all three episodes coming out, um, I think the digital ones are coming really soon, but, like, the print versions will come out early next year. Um, I'm kind of hoping that maybe we'll get those scenes in the books, because I just want to know more about how Wilf is doing and everything, you know. Um, I'm very excited for those books. Like, the the Doctor Who novelizations that they've come out in recent years are a lot of fun, and it's, it's very cool to me that they're doing novelizations for such new episodes like you like I think mm-hmm. I think of the ones that they've done for new who the most recent one the most like recent episode that they've done aside from these I think is the witch hunters I think really that, um, that recent yeah wow. that one I think I forget if that was like the most recent wave of books or if it was the last wave of books um but yeah, this is the first time like they're coming out like within like a couple months of the episode coming out, so it's kind of cool. I'm interested to see how that goes because um, they always add mm-hmm. more stuff in there, and it's fun because you get to see more of like what's going on inside the characters' heads and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> but yeah, just overall, I loved all of it so much, so much, so much, <laughs> so much. <laughs> no notes, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. No, no, yeah, right, no, no. Right, right, Thank right. you, Russell. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate you. Little yes. tiny things, but oh, I love that. But yeah, speaking of things that might have varying reactions online, um, what did you guys think about the bi generation? <laughs> I, I'm not sure how to feel about it. I'm still kind of grappling with it, but. I will say that I admire Russell T. Davis's guts for doing something mm-hmm. so bold. Um, and it's a good way, I mean, to carry on the show. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. 60 years in, you have to find new ways. If you want this to continue for another 60 years, knock on wood, right? Um, you have to find ways of refreshing the show. So I thought it was a very bold move. Um I'm still not sure how to feel about it. The internet, I've been watching people's reaction videos to the giggle, like prior to us recording this. And a lot of like older Whovians are just like, not sure how I feel about this, but we'll see where it goes. So that, that gives me Mm -hmm. a tiny bit of hope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool idea to bring another Mm -hmm. doctor into the anniversary because with the 50th, you had three doctors you know, you had 10, yeah. 11, and the War Doctor all together. And so for the mm-hmm. 60th, to have both of them working together was not as far-fetched as you think. You know, the, mm-hmm. the bi-generation is obviously new, and the way they're like, oh, it's just a myth, like we didn't know it could happen, was kind of a fun way to be like, here, now it's happening, you know? Um, but like <laughs> like Dana said, the show's, you know, the show's been on for 60 years, like, let 
of writers do fresh things. Like, if you want to keep it interesting and have the characters do new and fun things, you're going to have to throw a wrench into everyone's ideas of what the show's supposed to be. You know, like, mm-hmm. let the 14th doc, you know, it was already a shock to see David Tennant again, right? Like, right. hello, that has never happened before, right? Well, technically it has because David Tennant is 10 too, and the 10th doctor and the 14th, you know what I mean? So like, and technically the 11th, if you want to get right, into semantics. Exactly. Yeah. He regenerated, <laughs> yeah. but he didn't like, you know, it's, it's my whole thing is like, you guys, it's fake, it's time travel and it's in space. Like mm-hmm. let's just have fun and <laughs> see where it goes. And I was already expecting to cry obviously losing losing David Tennant again so when the yes. regeneration was happening yeah. I was already crying because I was like oh halfway through the episode we're getting the regeneration like okay but that'll be a great way to introduce 15 like to have him for the last half and then when mm-hmm. it didn't happen I was like yeah. what what <laughs> I was and so then mad like, <laughs> Peeling him apart, though, was so cute. Like, pulling him apart like a banana was like... (laughs) Like, that's what what it felt like. (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) Wow. Doctor Who cosplayers to cosplay 14 in his <laughs> underwear and unbuttoned shirt, like with the tie looser on his neck. Like, please, guys, like I would do it at Galley if I wouldn't freeze because I'm a native Californian and in February I can't do it. But like it would be fant- it would be amazing. And I, I feel like the bi-generation was such a fun way to have the doctors mm-hmm. work together, first of all. Mm-hmm. We got to see Shuti. That's how you pronounce it, right? I want to make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Shuti, Shuti yeah. yeah. Shuti, yes. You know, to see him. Yes. I already adore him. Like, I knew yes. I was going to love him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see his doctor because it's like, it was like watching the doctor forgive himself. Like, when he, yeah. you know, was like, you can't save them all. I can't save them all. Like, I, I also, like, I'm you. I loved Sarah Jane. I loved Rose Tyler. Like, Mm -hmm. I know how you feel, but we have to come to terms with forgiving ourselves for the things that happened. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was phenomenal. It was so, so good. And I will, I will be the one who says, yay, by generation. Like, (laughs) yes, let's do it again. Like, (laughs) you know, the 70th, like, let's do it again, guys. Oh my god! Yeah, I will say, (laughs) I thought it was a very good way to reset the character without resetting the character because Mm -hmm. the show, especially now that it's going to be on Disney Plus, um, and I'm sure Disney, from what I understand, Disney wasn't super interested in doing a lot of promotion for the 60th because it was more of a continuation but they're going to start doing more stuff with 15 because it is a fresh Mm -hmm. start and a good place for people to start the show so it made sense that they needed some sort of way to kind of not entirely lose the baggage that the doctor has but to just like Mm -hmm. relieve some of that pressure that the doctor has Mm -hmm. so that it's not confusing to new fans Mm -hmm. and I think that it was a good Mm -hmm. solution to do it that way. Um, and I'm really glad that people who, like myself, <laughs> are a little not sure how to feel about the concept yet, we're all, like, for the most part, I, this is what I've seen mm-hmm. too, where people are like, 
not sure how I feel about it, but let's see what happens kind of thing. Um, I thought it was, yeah, because I was sitting there. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill them off halfway through. But also, I'm excited because shooting God was coming. Yes, but also, wait. And then he didn't change his face. And I was like, it was whiplash. (laughs) Yeah. I will never forget that amount of time. It was wild. Russell T. Davies has given yeah. us emotional whiplash. <laughs> yeah, and, right. This yeah. goes on the, the counter, right? Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, cr- Russell. You're, you're like crying because you're sad because you're expecting the regeneration, and then you're like gasping because you're like, "What the heck is happening?" And then at least for me, I was crying happy tears when it was both of them, and I was just yeah. like, "Whoa, okay." Mm. I had to pause it. I was like, "I need a sec." Like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, 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 it's such a, a fascinating like, concept and oh i was gonna say like Go that moment where uh 14 hold or no when 15 holds 14 and kisses him on the forehead and he's like i got you i'm like stop i already love him mm-hmm. yeah yeah right i was like yeah. oh he's so precious i'm no. so excited <laughs> like He's so sweet, and I love him. I can't. I'm so excited for right. Shooty Gatwas, the doctor. Yeah. Um, Me too. But the one single concern that I do have about the bi-generation thing is mm-hmm. that David Tennant as the doctor still exists within the show's canon, and I don't want mm. him, either him showing up in in a unit spinoff or in another episode or just like the idea that he's still there. I don't want that to overshadow Shooty got was run as the doctor. If you know what I mean? Like it's really cool, interesting concept, but I worry that there might be fans who are just like, I don't care about this guy. Bring back the tenant. I know he's there. Just bring him back. I want, that's all I want to see kind of thing. You know what I mean? I think that's valid. That It does work. Like, I think it's such a cool concept, but it worries me as long as it's handled well, I don't think it'll be an issue. I was going to say, I feel like mm-hmm. we're in good hands with yeah. Russell T. Davies and David Tennant. Yeah. Like, I feel like David yes. Tennant, as a fan of the show mm-hmm. himself, would make sure that he didn't overshadow the next Doctor. Like, yeah. oh, I, for sure. I, I, I trust yeah. them fully. Like, I could see where other fans could say, like, I want to see more of David Tennant. But David Tennant can be like, well... Mm-hmm. No, like, yes. because he's already the doctor. Like, bring me back in five years, sure, you know, the next yes. anniversary, whatever, oh, but yeah. not, yeah. like, right now, you know. Right, exactly, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if they do any spinoffs, you know, I I love David Tennant a lot, as anybody will tell you, as anybody <laughs> who knows me for any amount of time will be able to tell you. You, you know, I was it. one of those people, I got up at the, the day that Jessica Jones season one dropped on Netflix, I got up at 3 a.m. <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> you know. I love him, but yeah, just I, I, I don't want the possibility of him popping up to overshadow Shudi Gatwa, especially as the first main series person of color to be playing the Doctor. Because mm-hmm. um, also, even like with mm-hmm. uh, the Fugitive Doctor, that also was coexisting at the same time as a white woman playing the Doctor, which... Uh, you know what I mean? I just, I just, I want him to shine. He mm-hmm. deserves to shine. He is so mm-hmm. much fun, but I don't want fans who are maybe, mm, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Know. You know, the we, type we of understand. fans I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We understand. Yeah. you know, the type of fans I mean, I, I don't want them to, <laughs> to be, to 
I don't know how to phrase it. I, just, I, just, I want Judy Awa to shine, <laughs> and I do mostly trust Russell T. Davis to not bring back David Tennant too soon. Um, you know, I, oh, like, no. I think it would be a really cool thing to have a spinoff series about what a lot of people are theorizing that that doctor then goes on to become the curator. Um, which I think is a fascinating concept yes. and I would love a show or audio series, whatever they want to do with that. Like, right. like I did oh, see yeah. big finish did mm-hmm. big finish did tweet something last night. I think it was like one of those, the, like, you know, the guy oh. standing there like this. Yeah. Like, come on, let us, let give us, me, let us me. see something with us, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Grabby hands. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think that would be cool. Like if David Tennant <laughs> yes. did a spinoff with big finish would be fantastic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like you said, I yeah. think we're in good hands with yeah. Russell and David Tennant. And I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if, yeah. they, if you know, when, when David Tennant's, when that 14th doctor regenerates at some point, cause I'm going to assume that he can regenerate too. I don't know. Um, can we have Peter? Yes. I really hope somebody can convince Peter Capaldi to come back to the show one of these days. Cause I love him so much. Yeah, please. And I missed 12. <laughs> Right. Oh, I miss 12 um, so much. I love him a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's like my only real concern. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I'm just still kind of processing. But I think as long as it's handled well, and I think it'll be handled well, it'll be fine. It's an interesting new concept. Um, and it'd be, it's not like... It's the first time that something weird happened with regeneration because I can't, Dana. You might have to remind, but like something weird happened with Romana's regeneration, didn't it? And that's how we got Pandora, or I can't remember exactly what happened. Okay, because I've only listened to the early ones like once. But you know, oh yeah, there was. It's a thing. Yeah, it, it um, is a thing. And also, yeah. like Maddie said earlier, like, I mean, it is time travel, time and space, like anything can happen. There are no rules. <laughs> can do whatever you like. None. None. Yeah. As long Especially as you're not like with... rewriting the show, like, <laughs> as a whole, you know what I mean? As long right. as you're not like negating yeah. things yeah. that have already happened, which I don't think the show right. has, you know, no. like, it's just mm-hmm. added on no. stuff. And if it's been going for 60 years, you're going to have to add more lore like there has yeah. to be more mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to get stale really fast yeah kind of like something that I said in like yeah. a TikTok but like I remember I made a TikTok like ages ago when people were first starting to talk about Russell coming back and how they're like he's gonna retcon the timeless child thing and I'm like no he's gonna make it sadder right and then he did <laughs> he did he absolutely did <laughs> yeah he yeah did. Yeah, he David really Tennant, did. Yeah, the for, the doctor yeah. dwelling on the fact that now he has no idea who he is, and it was really sad. Mm-hmm. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, I know. And the flux stuff, I'm like, oh, goody mm-hmm. closure. Like I, uh, I have my feelings on the thirteenth doctor run, but you know, I, yeah, uh, <laughs> move on from that, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, because even the bi generation thing too is also like, okay, we now know that the doctor is not just a time lord like he's kind of the original time lord so like who knows maybe that's something that his species whatever that was originally could always do so who knows Mm -hmm. but yeah Mm -hmm. i'm interested to see what they do with it i can't wait for big finish to get their hands on that concept yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it'll be really fun it'll probably be a few years because also like the um i mean because they announced the fugitive doctor and sasha duan's master series stuff but like 
nothing has happened with it yet. Like I yeah, think I know time. it's at least I know it's at least been written, and I think it's been recorded because uh, I, you know I follow people on on Twitter and I see them talk about stuff, but they haven't been released yet for one reason or another. So it might be a while before we actually get big finish gets to be allowed to play with that kind of new toy, but I'm excited to see what they do with it when they do get that chance. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> very excited. So we've, we really gushed about everything and I don't <laughs> think there's much that we would change, but if right. there is anything that you might've wanted to see done differently, what would it be? Done differently. Um, my only complaint or gripe, I guess, was that the last, like, the first two specials felt perfectly timed. Like, that story felt like, those stories felt like they fit perfectly within the time frame, uh, frame allotted. I just felt like the giggle could have been longer, but I feel like that's just me being biased. Um, I wanted I more time in that funhouse. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be, I wanted more time in that fun house. I wanted to see more of what the toy maker could do. I mean, when we were first introduced to him and like in Hartnell's era, I think he had like three or four episodes, you know, as like an overall story. So I really would have loved seeing more, but yeah. Otherwise no notes, Russell. (laughs) It was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, I feel the same way, you know, like I am definitely not one to sit and nitpick at every little tiny thing that happens on screen. I enjoy Doctor Who for what it is. I love analyzing things, but at the same time, like, you know, I loved all of it. I do feel like the giggle started out really fast. Like it just, it just started right. Like, um, yeah. You know, but other than that, like we've had Doctor Who episodes start like that before, you know, like just in your face, all of a sudden things are happening. Right. Um, but I, you know, I don't think I would have wanted anything done differently. I think it was great. All three specials were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> apart apart from not letting Neil Patrick Harris sing, which I think was <laughs> Come on. Right. Um, my only other thing is, and part of the reason why I waited to do one episode about all of the six day specials rather than do an episode about each uh, episode is I have some mixed feelings on how they resolved the meta crisis thing. Like, I think it's really like the idea that Donna passed that on to her daughter, I think is really sweet and like how they can share that and everything. But the, Mm-hmm. the line about will we can just let it go like can let it go kind of thing kind of bugs a little bit not gonna lie um I, I know other people have had other reasons on with subjects and things that I really don't feel qualified to talk about personally um but like for me mostly I was like but literally the 12th doctor's like a big part of his uh uh, storyline was learning to let things go and even his last line was doctor I let you go so that did bug me a little mm-hmm. bit um, and also I almost felt like oh we can just let it go was a little bit too easy like I really when I saw that it, I really mm-hmm. thought that that was going to be like part of the toy makers game where it was so easy for that to kind of not be a thing and not be a, a danger to them anymore especially because it I at first I was like, okay, so Donna doesn't have that in her head anymore. But then she was like really, really good with the computers in the giggle. So I wasn't 
entirely sure. Like, yes, she can type really fast, but then she did like some minor hacking, I feel like. So I wasn't entirely sure on that. But that was really the only thing where I was just like, ah, that's a neat line, but also not quite exactly what I feel like should be being said to the doctor entirely like yes he still does have issues with letting stuff go but I don't think it's because he looks like a guy (laughs) I think that's just who the doctor is you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um so that was like the only little thing where I where I I, I had mixed feelings on the ending of that episode so that's why I was like I want to see everything up front so I don't sound like a jerk complaining kind of thing (laughs) but that was really the only thing that was really the only thing um but yeah, that that was literally the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. And let Neil Patrick Harris sing. Let him sing. Bring him back <gasps> for another fine. episode just so he can sing. Please. Oh, yeah. Please. Yes. I'm like, like, have you seen the man's Tony opening of performances? Like, for crying out loud, I will watch the 2013. Was it, I think it's the 2013. Whatever it was, the the... The one that he got up on the ladder and he spun the giant Tony Award, that one, I watch that on YouTube all the time and I cry. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, and fun fact, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote that. So. That's fun. That's oh, a fun yeah. fact. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just let me imagine you saying Anyway. Right. <laughs> so we've had these three specials. We've been introduced to Shooty Gatwa's The Doctor. Do you guys have any thoughts on the future of the show and or a possible spinoff for unit? Like it kind of seems like he was setting up or just like whatever you think might happen. You know, what are you excited for? What do you think might happen? Hmm. Um, I have like a theory on like the one who waits. Cause I know they keep dro- dropping hints and I maybe, maybe mm-hmm. this is silly. Um, but you know, Elizabeth, um, Maddie, and I'm not sure if you're, are you familiar with a lot of classic who? Not a lot, but some. Bits and pieces. Okay. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I was thinking maybe it's Omega because I mean the toy maker. Yeah. So because the toy maker Uh exists outside of the universe, right? And Omega got catapulted Mm -hmm. outside of the universe. I was thinking maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's stupid, but I think that's maybe an avenue that they can kind of go down. And yeah, Yeah. I've just been kind of sitting with that thought. Yeah. I hope maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And yeah, then, no, that's a really good theory. Yeah. Especially, I, I did recently rewatch the Three Doctors, and you're you're right. Yeah, that would be, huh? Mm-hmm. Especially because be, R- yeah. Russell does like his deep lore. Yes. when he's not inventing new lore, he likes he his deep lore. <laughs> yes, yeah. And speaking of like the deep lore, I I really did appreciate that they like had flashes of the toy maker in the first Doctor's run yes. when they when like the reveal happened mm-hmm. in the giggle. For those of us who mm-hmm. were not super familiar with the toy maker, um, it, I thought that was really mm-hmm. nice, um, like a really nice touch for sure. Um, but like as it far was. as the future of the show, y- you know. It, it could go really anywhere. 
and I say this a lot about Doctor Who, like it's mm-hmm. so open. It's so <laughs> open and you can totally bring back characters from the 60s and 70s and, you know, reinvent things and move things along in such in so many different ways. Um, and I think a unit spinoff would be really interesting. Um, like they offered, you know, Donna a job. Like yes. I think it would be really cool like to see Catherine mm-hmm. Tate like on a Doctor Who spinoff show. Like I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then maybe that's where David Tennant could show up once in a while yeah. if he really wanted to, you know, like he technically, you He's, know, the doctor works mm-hmm. for unit. Right. So he like he never resigned. He never resigned. <laughs> Just to remind him. Yeah. You know, um, so I think that would be really cool. We would see, you know, we would see Shirley Moore and, you know, we all love seeing Kate, um, you know, so I think I would be totally open to a unit spinoff. I know that there was a spinoff after, was it after the 12th Doctor? Was it the class? Is that what it was? Yeah. I, I feel class. like I, yeah. I didn't watch class. Yeah. I didn't watch that one and I don't, I think it, it stopped, right? Like it didn't. Yeah. Uh, they've got one televised season and then I can't remember if the Big Finish, like I know some of the Big Finish stuff is concurrent with the first season. And then I can't remember if they did anything uh, with the characters past the mm-hmm. season one finale or not. Yeah. So like if we're going to get a spinoff, I want to like see like a really good like spinoff. Like if we're going to do unit, like mm-hmm. go all in, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, like I keep saying, I am so excited for Shooting Out was the doctor. He is so like sparkly and amazing and like lighthearted mm-hmm. and I just I love him he's so much fun I can't wait to watch him yes um but I'm also know, super excited to see how he deals with the big emotions because I yes. love seeing the way yes. different doctors get really intense like yeah. when mm-hmm. Jody was like happy bubbly doctor but then when she started talking about the Cybermen like she was mad right like she had that mm-hmm. like deep intense look on her face right and we've obviously seen it with all the others how they like get that really like protective look so I'm that's something I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing like how 15 does that yeah oh for sure i mean we know he cries at least once because in that little like hooniverse ident thing that they put out like there is a shot of him crying and i'm like oh no don't don't do that already yeah you're right because like the 60th specials overall we're very happy we're very like everything's good i mean yes i mean obviously the the toy ear did kill some people but he didn't kill like Main characters, which sounds mean, but you know what I mean. You know, overall, like the main <laughs> characters all were like in good spots by the te- end of the 60th. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be right. I mean, and because like the the bits and pieces of the the clips that they put out of the um the Christmas special, the church on Ruby road looks so much fun. I mm-hmm. cannot wait, especially like the little shot of him, like running oh across the rooftops. <laughs> and the fact that we're getting a musical yeah. number. Also, I'm like, if this is what we're doing with the Disney money, with, yeah. the, with the Disney money, I am so excited. I'm so excited. Bring it on, Goblin, Pirates, Goblin pirate ship. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. So good. Oh, I cannot wait. I am so because like there's they confirm that that's going to be in the Christmas special, and then it really seems like one of the episodes is going to be a musical episode based on kind of like the bits and pieces of both like officially released stuff and uh, you know some people seeing filming and stuff. But I'm just like 
Mm-hmm. If Disney money gets you more musical numbers, I am all here for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so excited mm-hmm. for musicals and Dr. Phil. Amazing. So ready. I'm so ready. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, the unit spinoff, which has been like long rumored kind of thing. I'm very excited to see what they do with that, especially mm-hmm. because they got Disney money. They have a really nice set. Like that's a gorgeous set. That oh, yeah. It's for beautiful. Unit. Um, and mm-hmm. just to see like who else they could bring in. Like I would, I, I really hope that if they do a unit spinoff that they bring in Martha, if Freem Agamemnon is interested in returning yes. because I love her so yeah, much and she deserves cool. more screen yeah. time and love. Um, hopefully, you know, he can uh, dance around her marital status. <clears throat> um, <laughs> whatever's going on with that. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I'm also really interested to see because Russell made such a point of, oh, I trapped the master in this gold tooth, and then the gold tooth, and we saw, you know, was still there. Yeah. And we saw somebody pick it up. I'm like, oh, we're bringing back the master again, huh? Yes, okay, cool. that's what I saw. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was like, hold on, wait, the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened. But like, who picked it up? Somebody like, pointed out. I know. Somebody pointed out that Kate had red uh, nail polish on. So, I'm just saying. Ooh. And there's pictures of it. So, I feel like if Kate had picked it up, she probably would have just stepped on it, given her history with the master. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crushed him a little bit. Put it in some cement and let it just be yeah. there. Ground it into part of yeah. the, the roof, the helicopter pad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cause it, because it, it was very much like um, the scene that you get at the end of season three where the doctor is, you know, giving mm-hmm. the master a Jedi funeral for some reason. Um, <laughs> right. And and you see his ring fall down and you see that, you know, mm-hmm. a, another hand with the red nails pick up the ring. I, I'm pretty sure that lady's dead mm. based on the events of the end of time. So I don't think it's going to be that lady specifically. Yep. <laughs> but that's a but good it point. will be interesting to see where he goes with that. Cause I was thinking too, I'm like, Ooh, who do I want to play the master next? And I'm like Ooh. the one thought that I did have, and I haven't thought about it like a ton. Like it was only something that kind of vaguely occurred to me, if, like right before we started recording the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I had when, when Chris Chibnall was originally announced to be taking over Dr. Who, I was like, Oh yeah. Cause I love Broadchurch. And so I really thought I'm like, Oh, Olivia Coleman's going to be the doctor. Isn't she? Cause I love her. And of course then she, you know, she's in the crown and it wound up being Jodie Whittaker, which I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes sense too. Because she was in Broadchurch as well. I would love Olivia Coleman as the master. I feel like that, that would, would be, be really interesting. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. That would be super interesting. Though I'm also like, okay, with it being, you know, Disney money now and, you know, maybe they want to get some Disney actors in, which there is a couple of Disney actors involved, um, both that have been and have not been announced officially. I mean, Jonathan Groff, for starters, is, you know, in in it. it. Yeah. uh, Could you just imagine him as the doctor, like, or as the master, like, take a second to, like... (laughs) King George as the master, like like Kristoff as the master. I mean, like I don't think I that's happening. It, I, but I, come on now, I, I did see him in Little Shop of Horrors, and I think he could pull it off. To be honest, oh, um, he totally could. 
Yeah, and then I can't mm-hmm. remember the actress's name, but the lady, and I can't remember the character's name either, but the lady who helped Obi-Wan in the Obi-Wan series, who was an Imperial officer, but then decided to help the path. She's in it as well. And I believe in the same episode as Jonathan Groff and she's referred to as the Duchess. Um, so it, you know, maybe maybe she's playing the master. I don't know, but I just keep thinking, I'm like, okay, what Marvel or star Wars actor could Disney be like, Hey, can can you, can you put this person (laughs) on? That'd be fun. Wouldn't it? You know, I do feel like yeah. Yeah, we might see more American actors being in Doctor Who just because of the Disney partnership that well, they have now. And I'm just like, you know, Pedro Pascal you know. is rumored for everything. So why don't we just rumor him for the master oh. and he can just be on oh. the list for all, for everything. Like, put Pedro, put Pedro, Pedro so Pascal in. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro Pascal in Doctor Who you is the master, her. please. <laughs> I broke Elizabeth. That'd be really good. That'd be really good. I mean, here, I, I, I have said it before, and I'll say it again. I really want Andrew Garfield to play the Doctor. So bad. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, master, there's, there's some... put him in as the master. <laughs> I think he could, he could do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think he could be unhinged. I oh, I don't doubt too, that he could yeah. do it. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I, would love, come I would love it. Uh, yeah, that's true. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, there's there's a lot of great options for the master. Um, I just hope that I, I want Doctor Who to remain like a BBC production. I want it to like remain, you know, mostly a British show. But I do think mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what possibilities open up with this Disney plus, not only their money, but also their connections. Mm-hmm. Um, like one thing that I keep mm-hmm. thinking about is I would love Dave Filoni to direct an episode or to write an episode. Ooh. I think that would be really fun, but he's probably busy now he's being, he's you know, with his new position at Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that would be fun. You know, there's a lot of people that I think, you know, I, I, I as long as they're not like taking away completely the opportunity for British writers and directors to work on the show. There's a lot of people who were involved in Star Wars and Marvel and other Disney things that I would really, really love to see, you know, get to be at least a, a small part of the Doctor Who universe, either in writing, directing, or mm-hmm. acting. So, yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, because um, <sighs> now I'm thinking about Ewan McGregor being the master. Because, um, oh. I remember it. That I remember would be it Gallifrey cool. One. Yeah, that was really you know, cool. Just, you know, let him let him let him act it with his own accent, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I because I remember I think it was a few years at Gallifrey One at the, one of the big finish panels. They talked about how they almost cast like a pre Star Wars Ewan McGregor as one of they used to do, and they still kind of do it. But I guess the BBC has kind of been like, hey, can you not? where they do a series called Unbound, which is basically kind of a what if for Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And at one point they had almost cast him as a Unbound what if Doctor. Really? Like right before he got Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They talked that's about so that at cool. Gallifrey one a few years ago. And I'm like, oh, that would have been oh so God. cool. <laughs> oh, the what ifs. Oh, the what ifs. I would love a Doctor Who what if show. I want a Star yeah. Wars what if show. I'm like, all of them, please. Thank you all the multiverse stuff i don't care anymore <laughs> well and i feel like doctor who is one giant what if honestly like oh, doctor who sure. is one it big is. what if right like 
Yeah. 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 A thousand percent. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so many possibilities. And I really, and I, I said this at a panel that I was a part of um, at Gallifrey One earlier this year too, but I really hope that Disney lets Big Finish and the comics and everything continue to exist um, depending on how this partnership goes, you know, kind of thing. But I'm like, Big Finish needs to be exist, to be allowed to exist, and they need to be allowed to play with the new toys, please. <laughs> God, well, well, the good, so much the good thing is, I mean, Russell is very much a big, like, oh yeah, champion of Big Finish. So I can't imagine he would he would come to bat if if Disney had any pushbacks. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, and yeah, it's no, it, you know they 100%. don't they don't own Doctor Who. They right. own the streaming rights for the United States. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, I and other other Everywhere places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I I don't think we're gonna have issues there. No. Yeah. No, I know. But no, I'm just because I'm always like, oh, please let it you know not lose its charm. But also I'm like. I would do some things to get a Doctor Who themed area of the Disney park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what you want. That's, <laughs> that's where the Disney <laughs> That's all Elizabeth asks. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking about how much, like, if, if Disney starts making Doctor Who merch, I'm going to be in big trouble especially the pins like you can see some of my pins back here but i have so many more it's a problem that's fair (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so like i i am i'm i'm glad that russell found a way to not completely reset but to like kind of soft reset the doctor so that there's not Mm -hmm. a ton of huge baggage that has to be direct uh, you know, addressed right away as mm-hmm. soon as like all these new viewers are going to come into the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see the show kind of grow again. You know, it's, I, it's a show that I love and I want more people to love too. For sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to gatekeep Dr. Boo yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. I want everybody no. to watch this show. Yes. I love it to bits. Yes. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to talk about for the 60th or upcoming or? I think we hit we'll everything. Happy. I mean, we could sit here and talk for hours yeah, and hours. I, I, I unfortunately <laughs> don't have the time to sit here and yes. talk for hours and hours, but <laughs> it, the, the specials were amazing and I'm really excited for the Christmas special. So, Oh, me too. Yeah. It's, It'll be great. It's going to be very too. exciting. It's be so fun. Okay. So one of the things that we do here is I uh, have a button for a random TARDIS wiki page to do a fun little fun random doctor who fact before we're done and believe it or not one that came up is cupid parentheses reindeer on the first try (laughs) reindeer (laughs) yeah um so the tardis it's it's literally a two sentence entry for cupid the reindeer for doctor who and it says cupid was one of santa claus's reindeer while at the Nadir Motorway Service Station, a man dressed as Father Christmas approached the Eighth Doctor and Patricia Ryder and asked if anybody had seen his reindeer, one of which was Cupid, and that is from Death in Blackpool, which is an audio. So that's fun. What? At least a fun one came okay. up. Sometimes I, hit, I have to hit that button a few times before I actually get a good page. That is fun. All right. And very on on theme, yeah. festive. Yeah. Love Amazing. it. Amazing. And I, I legitimately um, hand on heart, that was the first one that came yeah. up. We love it. Sometimes I have to press it a few times to get a good fact. Amazing. 
Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that is all for this episode of Temple of Geeks Who Review. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review if you want. You can also follow us on social media for more Doctor Who content. On Twitter or X, TikTok and Instagram is at Temple of Geek. You can also visit templeofgeek.com for Doctor Who cosplay guides, episode reviews, news, and more. So one more time, I'm Elizabeth, aka Lady of Time Cosplay, and you guys, where can they find you online again? Uh, I'm Dana. You can find me on Twitter or X at a bit meddlesome, and on Instagram under the same handle. Uh, and uh, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram um, as Maddie underscore Hoovian, and on Twitter as Mad underscore Hoovian. Nice. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.